All right, this week on One More Pass, we're less than 48 hours away from NFL football, guys. How you feeling? So excited. Don't jinx it. I'm trying not to jinx it, Rob. How you feeling? <laughs> I haven't the words. Oh, man. We talk about the NFL, some NCAA football, and we talk about Novak's Djokovic slamming a uh, tennis ball into a lines person's throat, which obviously he didn't mean to do it. But yeah, we talk about that and more on this week's episode. So guys, you want to get going? Yes. Yes. Let's sally forth. Let's go. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast, week seven. We've almost done this for a whole two months, and I don't think it's felt like a chore each week, has it? To you guys? You guys? No, it's been no. great. You guys still like coming over here and doing this, or absolutely? You'll have, you'll have to forgive me. I don't really. We were on tour this last weekend. <laughs> in we were, town, in yeah, town we were in Nashville one night, and like I don't even know like what time zone I'm in. You know, when you yeah. go on a long run. So if I'm a little punch, just for, just forgive me. I, nice. And I feel like I'm still on stage. And we'll get into that, that you can follow us at one more pass on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google play. Please leave us a good review. Five stars. That would help us out tremendously. And uh, yeah, just like Joey was talking about, Joey had his big night on pay-per-view last Friday. Joey, how you feeling after uh, playing your Ryman show? Good. It was, <laughs> just, uh, it was just good. Just good. No, it was a lot of fun. Appreciate everyone that, uh, They'd ordered. Sorry, we're pretty sure that Tyson was going to fight the band afterwards, but he ended up pulling a no show on us. We were mm. the we were the undercard. Um, it was a, it was a good time. The the uh, I didn't realize that it was kind of a it was a pretty big news story because it was the first show that like I think legally and officially could have people at least in Nashville. Yeah. So there was some stuff on the news about it and everything. I think some some good exposure. Um, they let a, there was 125 people there which I actually watched, it was on the news the next morning. And um, I think I saw a link on Facebook or Twitter and I watched the clip. And uh, I mean, local Nashville news is pretty rough. You know, yeah, it's local, like, local news anywhere. <laughs> there you go. Fair rough. point. <laughs> and when they would show like, you know, they'd show that the show and the lights and the band, you know, everything's looking cool. And then they would like, kind of pan out or go to like certain spots of the Ryman. And it really was like two people and then four benches and then maybe one guy sitting down on the end. I think it was at five percent capacity, so it definitely looked looked different. Did but, they have any white chairs in the front that nobody was sitting in? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man, like the VIP just to make you totally, later, totally, just yeah. to make you feel like it, it was a real game day experience. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah. Where they where they're like, you know, Appalachian State Fair. They're like, oh, these are this is the Gold Circle. Oh, uh, you said that incorrectly. I know. I I knew I was going to mess it up. We don't want to talk about App State yet. Uh, no, I, no, I, yeah. don't 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 take the bait. Well, we do have a. Uh, the 49ers of Charlotte this Saturday. So oh yeah. We're I might actually excited. watch that. It's on ESPN two. Tune yeah. in. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, well, that's the beauty of games right now is they're all getting like every, you know, coastal Carolina and Campbell is like straight up on ESPN. Yeah. You know, these every, with so few games, they're all getting, getting a bunch of coverage. So at least I know if I'm watching app state, even if they just, you know, beat them by 35 points, I know I'm going to watch good football on one side of the ball. High-powered offense. That's why I can't, I'm kind of holding... I, I said earlier I was boycotting watching these college games, but like I just don't want to see... And, and, and I, I feel that we can talk about this later when we get into the NFL, but even in the NFL, it's, they're going to be some... 
these first couple of weeks, there's going to be some slop. There's going to be some slop. Oh yeah. Playing, refereeing, coaching. I mean, it's, it's all, it's going to be, it, and, and actually I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because with college, with a lot of different issues that's happening, like with the Big Ten and, and the, all of it and COVID and the curtains really getting pulled back on a lot of stuff, you're starting to see how the sausage is really made and it's not pretty. And we've kind of known about some of the darker elements of the NFL for a long time, you know, things that are coming out with you know, over the years with the spy gate, with, you know, just bounty gate, all this weird underbelly stuff that's coming out. I'm ready to see, not not for any kind of like, oh, you know, wringing my hands and Let's let's see the dark side, but it's like I, I want to see the let's see it let, let, let's see some like some vulnerability let's yeah. see some 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 shitty stuff that makes these people real and they are these you know these are lives these you know all these players coaches and families and they have families they've got friends it's like so let's see it and it's going to be sloppy and I'm I'm all for it I'm ready yeah, I don't I don't it. watch football to know that they have families Rob <laughs> <laughs> I don't. If they're married, if they love their their partner, their wife, I I, I don't want to know about it. I just want to watch. Football. If they die, they die. Huh? I just, yeah. If they die, they, in they, the words of the great Kirk Cousins, if they die, they die. How I wonder. Like I wonder that? if he's going to try to trademark that one too. <laughs> you like that? I die. Like that? You like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you like that? I That's die. True. I uh, the other day I was watching the Central Arkansas and UAB game on I, and like I think it was on ESPN too, but like I just watch it on the app now because I don't, I don't know why. For us, I mean, like we don't have cable cable like we just have you know basic and then we just watch everything else via our apple tv right like typical millennials i i know i get it i just hate cable companies they're the worst oh uh, i'm a gen xer and i hate them yeah for sure and uh but like i couldn't get through about two plays watching that game because it looked like a high school football game being broadcast on local cable access just like the graphics and for some reason like the announcers like i feel like our audio quality was much better than their audio, yeah. audio quality on there and I just felt like Steve Brule was just going to pop out at any moment <laughs> for local cable for access health. to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, dingus, you know, whatever. So, uh, but I am pretty pumped to uh, watch some college football, some NFL that's happening. Thursday, two days. Yeah, two Thursday, Thursday, just Thursday over 48 night. hours, which we're all pretty stoked about. But I'm ready to watch the the high quality production of like an SEC, the NFL. So yeah, I'm I, I watched some of the, uh, the midshipmen of the Naval Academy yeah. versus the Cougars of BYU. Um, they had Herb Street and uh, I think it was Fowler did it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it sounded great and it yeah. looked great. The play, I mean, I, I agree with Rob and I think it'll be when when it comes to the, maybe the quality, I think there's going to be a lot of mistakes. The refs are going to make mistakes. These guys, they haven't tackled yet. I mean, I, I'm assuming it's the same around the league. And I don't know if it's just in the rules or if it's what the coaches are doing, but like the Broncos literally haven't had, they they haven't had even in their scrimmages, they haven't had any tackling. You know, you basically kind of hit a guy and get your mm-hmm. arms around him and then you let go. So really, these guys are going to be coming out of the gate hitting people for the first time. Yeah. Starting here in a couple of days. Um, and so... And injuries will be, I think, will not to sound foreboding and, and negative, but like I'm afraid for some of these guys for that yeah. very reason. Yeah, you totally. Know? I saw the the like NBA game that Giannis rolled his ankle and he... Oof. Oh, yeah. Then my mind just went straight to, oh shit, like the NFL is obviously just going to kind of be a little bit nuts with injuries the first few yeah. weeks. You know, just watching Giannis like barely get touched and he stepped wrong on his ankle. I can imagine these dudes going over the middle and just getting popped and being like, oh, well, yeah, first one of the year. So hopefully nobody gets seriously injured. Yeah. But I think it's kind of bound to happen, which is kind of yeah, scary. Yeah, it's inevitable in any year, in a year like this, you know, you you didn't have mini camp. Training camp has been much different than before. Now they have expanded the practice squads up to 16 players, which I think that that 
is going to be really important because I think uh, I think teams are going to be going to that quite a bit. Oh, oh wait, speaking who's of that, that quarterback, I was just going to say wait, it's, it's Josh McCown. Josh, Josh McCown, McCown, yeah, twelve thousand dollars a week. You know, he doesn't. I didn't realize until I re- actually read an article on it. He doesn't. He's live. He's still living in Texas. Yeah, he lives in because his what last name is Houston. Yeah, so yeah. he doesn't have to. He makes what is that? 48, 50, 50 grand a month just to be kind of on call, I yeah. guess. So, I mean, that's what I'm getting paid to, to right, sit at home right. with Brad. Yeah. Cause I'm that valuable to the team. Right. Well, and they, it, yeah. And they, and they, they want to make sure you stay safe. Yeah. Just in case. In case something happens to Ben, I may have to sit in for an opera show or there something. You, you never know. Yep. Nice. Uh, Rob, do you have any shows this week with Brad? Speaking uh, of that? you know what? I just, uh, I got an, an email the other day saying the the three or four shows we had in December got moved to next year. Oh, so our shocker. next, our, so I've got. I, it was a bit of. I was getting a little nervous because I didn't know if my, I was going to be game shape. Right. Total answer uh, to prayer. I'm gonna I'm gonna cross that one off the prayer list. Rob, you got so, the rest of the year off, man. You're getting overwhelmed. So our next show Join on the, the club, books. Man. Our next show on the books is February 13th. Uh, San Antonio Rodeo, which I'm really oh. looking forward to. That was one of the shows that we did this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, yeah, like one Space of our only Taco. shows. Yeah, Space Taco. Which now pales in comparison to the Houston Rodeo, which mm-hmm. is the giant, huge, you know, close encounters of the third kind. <laughs> have, yeah. you, have you guys seen that thing? Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. oh it's... As that like, was right. I think didn't... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know, because that's the one that has like the big lighting towers like actually yeah. on the stage. It looks right? like a giant ninja throwing star. It yeah. Can, it can fold up like a, like a space pod. And when it comes down, it's got the huge screen and right. oh yeah it's amazing i think that if i remember correctly the i think the houston, the houston rodeo was going when the pandemic hit right didn't they have a certain number of shows no it was it was like it was going yeah we mm-hmm. were supposed to play it at uh that was one of our shows that got uh that was actually the first one that was our next show i think was the houston rodeo i think it was like the end of march okay yeah or or the uh, yeah because i think brad i think brad plays always plays like the second to last night and then it's like george Strait does like two nights and or then something like that, and it's over with. Yeah. So that one got, they went ahead and just canceled the rest of the rodeo. I was back was when it. we thought, well, oh, well, I mean, we'll, you know, yeah, we'll back to take, June, take a couple July. weeks off. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, won't be long before we'll be back this summer. Well, I mean, like, have we talked about this? What was your last show before the pandemic started? Strangely enough, we played, we were the last show to play the Ryman. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then we had one show the next day. It was in, where do they have the uh, uh, Greensboro? I think it was Greensboro. Oh, something for that might've been the ACC tournament. Yeah. I think it was. And it was this kind of weird kind of clubbish venue. And that was the day we had two more shows that weekend. That was the day that they announced live nation was like, we're, we're stopping all tours, everything. Is and Scotty so, a live nation? Uh, person? yeah. Or is he just, they just book whatever they, I, I think so. Okay. I, I, yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a little above my pay grade. It I doesn't think. matter. Um, yeah. but anyway, the drums. In, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Stick to the drums. Leave 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 your politics out of it, Joey. Just stick to the drums. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, that was the day, and everyone was like, uh, everything was just kind of postponed at that point. And we ended up playing the show. It was spirits were not high at all that night. Yeah, because it was we're going home, and who knows how long we're going to be home for. So yeah, so that was it. That that was our last show. How about you guys, Rob? What was your last show before? Uh, we were in Canada. We were in Moose Jaw. And we uh-huh. had one more show, I think, in like... Uh, Where's Moose Jaw? Uh, it's in Alberta, like Southern Alberta, like farther west Canada, like one province o- eastern over from British Columbia. So not quite in the... It's it's like the flat... Oh, right. Like, it's not like, like Medicine Hat. Like, do you know yeah, what, Medicine Hat, Moose yeah. Jaw, all that. That's in the... Although Medicine Hat, I think, is way farther north. 
So yeah, I think we had one more show. We played Moose Jaw, and I think we had one more show. No, Grand Prairie's way up. I think our next show was supposed to be Medicine. Oh, GP? 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, the GP. We've been there. Um, actually, I think our last show was in Medicine Hat. We were supposed to come home. That was like on a Saturday. And so, yeah, we took that really fun sub ride back home, that 23 hours oh, <laughs> bus yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Little uh, known fact, you were the last uh, Americans to be in Canada. Shut the borders. Yeah. As soon as those buses the got through. Yeah. Shout out. And um, yeah, so we came home and then it was... Um, yeah, it was. I I, I I I look back and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, I'm gonna go home and you know, do we have a month? Great, a yeah. month. I'm I'm gonna like I'm gonna do all this stuff at the house and get some you know get some other stuff done and and cook and boy, that got old really yeah. fast. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you guys, Kyle? What was uh, your last show? Uh, we were in Connecticut. We played uh, not Mohegan Sun. We played Foxwoods Casino. I don't think I've done that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's like Mohegan Sun is north of Foxwoods by I think. Or yeah. Yeah. Mohegan sun is North of Foxwoods by like 45 minutes or something like that. But it's just like a shittier Mohegan sun, essentially. It's gotcha. like Mohegan sun's awesome. If you yeah. ever, oh, like if anybody's yeah. ever been there, it's, it's great. They have, Hey, I have a, I have a, when you get done with your point, I've got a Mohegan sun story for you. Okay, sweet. Uh, like wolf den. Like if anybody's ever played that or the, Oh there, yeah. You know, is that the, awesome. is the wolf den the one that with like, like, the the go back. yeah, there's like that, like the caves that yeah. you go. Okay. And yeah. they yeah. have a wolf that howls. Yeah. That's right. And they have Pepe's Pizza there, which is unreal. It's one of the best pizzas in the world, in my opinion. But yeah, we played at Foxwoods Casino. And dude, no lie, what it was in March, what, March 15th was our last show. When we found out that was going to be our last show, we had another show the next day in, in West Virginia that got canceled. I think it was another casino, you know, your typical spring casino run. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once we found out that, okay, this is going to be our last show, you know, because, uh, because Mohegan Sun canceled all their shows for that night as well. Of course, we were just thinking, oh, this show is definitely going to get canceled. Right. So there's no reason to really play this because I mean, like there was nobody in the casino ghost town. We actually walked past the theater of like the line of people waiting to get in. And it was seriously like 20 or 25 people. And like, I think the place was like almost sold out. So we we're just like, oh, no one's going to be here. Yeah, just call it. So of course, in typical fashion, what do we start doing? We just start slamming beers because we're just Why like, not? Hey, yep. this, is, this is the last time we're probably going to see each other for about a month. And of course, every single time we checked on with our TM, oh, hey man, is our is the show going to get canceled? Oh, we're still waiting to see. Okay, great. More beers, more pizza. We're just hammered at this point. And then we got the word, oh, hey guys, the show's going to happen, but we're going to push doors back a half hour. And we're all just like, Oh, this is not going <laughs> to sober up. Yeah. Boom, totally. boom, Four boom. large waters. Yeah, totally. And for some reason they happened to be recording this show. Apparently that we just found out like an hour before the show for, wow. like, for like this virtual reality concert experience, like some VR company decided to do it. So of course we're just like, oh, this is going to be a, this is, uh, this is going to be a gem. So we, uh, we went out there, played our show to 25 people, a little bit inebriated, but went back and listened to the board tape and it wasn't that bad. So well, there you go. Yeah. Rob, what was your uh, so, son story? So th- real quick, because we need to talk about sports at some point. Uh, I was there a couple of years ago playing with Chris Carmack. I always loved, first of all, anybody's ever been or played Mohegan Sun. It's, it's great for several reasons, but the, the crew there is awesome. Yeah. Oh, like, yes, like the nicest are. people, a bunch of old road dogs that, you know, had been all have done different stuff and they just, they're road wolves, road wolves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice one. I set him up. You knock him down. Um, Joey does have a Kentucky dad shirt on, so that yeah, works out pretty well. I was just gonna say, I think the I wish it would say think, Kentucky daddy. That would be <laughs> that'd be a whole lot sexier. Ooh. So, uh, so yeah, they're just like the nicest dudes there. Yeah, and 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 there's a 
uh, there's a woman there that also is a monitor engineer who's like super great. I'm, I'm in the parking garage. There's like a little area. Like, I I can't remember. I think we were parked. I think I left something on our van or something like that. And one of the guys, um, I can't remember who he was, stage manager, tech crew dude, but he was super nice. Oh, he was the back. I think he was the backline guy. He was out there having a cigarette. We started talking and uh, I was like, well, so what did you do before this? It's like, oh, you know, I was a, I was a modern engineer. I was a guitar tech. And it's like, he told me all the bands he was on the road with. And he's the last one he listed was Blue Oyster Cult. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, you know, did you play the cowbell every night? And he goes, actually, I did. That was my job. Oh, really? Like, he, <laughs> really? he toured with them like in the 80s and he would like sit behind an amp stack. And, and I was like, are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I was the cowboy guy, cowbell because he, he worked with them for like 15 years. Yeah. Wow. And he was their cowbell guy. So. He was the real life Will Ferrell. He was, like he was he, the one. Yeah. So that's, if I that's had made actually, that stupid joke, impressive. that stupid shop worn joke, he wouldn't, I would have never known that. And you wouldn't have either. So here well, we are. Wow. Let's talk about football. Ghost cowbell guy. Yeah. It's great. Well, let's get into the NFL. I actually heard this morning that Jadavian Clowney is signing his contract this morning with the Titans. The Titans. Huge move. Did you hear about what precipitated that? No. I just found out about it on the way here. So apparently Saints were trying to get him. They tried God, that to that would do, have been unreal. Yeah. Well, I and I kinda understand why they were doing it because I feel like this is the this is the year. Yeah. Like, the the big push. Yeah. Drew's last the, the, push. The push is this it's on. So it's it's gonna either happen this year or it's not. Just don't kneel or else he's not gonna play. No, he's had a change of heart. So apparently I think it was first reported as Cleveland, but it was Jacksonville. They wanted to get Jacksonville to sign him. They would have turned around and traded him to New Orleans and they would have picked up like whatever the difference was. And then didn't give him, give them like a draft pick for him. So they were trying to do this like NBA pay for draft picks thing, but the uh, Titans uh, just swept in. Well, no. Well, I, th- I think the league came oh. in and found out what was going on. It was like, eh, eh, eh. Not oh, him. gotcha. Okay. So, but I think they even like tried to turn around on him because they thought, well, shoot, if we sign him, maybe we can get more money. And I think they actually went to Baltimore and tried to get more money and a better draft pick <laughs> because the Saints, you know, with the Taysom Hill contract, they're, they're kind right. of, you know, well, they got tapped out. Yeah, and a, it, rumor is they're they're close on a Kamara deal. Yeah, I saw this morning that they're needs to happen soon. Yeah, yeah that does need to get locked up soon. For yeah, them. yeah, because he uh, he is my main running back in both my fantasy leagues. I drafted. So oh, we need to talk about that. So you need to have him. Yeah, you need, I need to, to have, have him, him signed asap. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you guys have fantasy drafts lined up? Uh, I have a lot of fantasy. Yes, uh, tonight. <laughs> uh, tonight is our draft. Yeah, and yeah, mine uh, too. Mine's I tonight. used to do the. I did one year where I, I tried to be in multiple. I think I did three and it was pretty, it was, it was pretty, oh, pretty tough. I, I did three I, one year and I will never, I, I wasn't a fan. No one and one's enough for me. I'm actually in two this year. First year doing multiple because okay. I've been in one ever since college. It's called the bandwagon, a bunch of app state bros. Um, and then our buddy, like Ian O'Neill who plays drums for lady a now we can't call him. Lady oh Annabella. yeah. You uh, went he, to school with him. Uh, no, but he invited me to be in his league. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I love so, Ian. And uh, Joey, I think you'd be proud of this. I guess debating on what you want to call it, I surprisingly picked Jerry Judy. Nice. With my eighth pick in one of my leagues. Really? That's, That's a high. That's wow. A sleeper, yeah. So I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a sleeper. And yeah, I don't I'd, think Clyde Edwards Alaire is a sleeper. I think both also, of those guys are going to make immediate impacts. Plus also, I guess what my team name is now for for that. <laughs> I mean, is it the Boncos? No. <laughs> Dang it. Judge Judy. <laughs> mm, did you pick him just so you could use that name? That. Well, first off, okay. Okay. Like in all my years of playing fantasy, like I've seriously had Drew Brees on my team like 80% of the time. So my fantasy team name is always Breeze Nuts. Right. Mm, right. Real original. Yeah. So this year I 
thought it would be kind of stupid to pick Drew Brees because I was kind of high up on the uh, draft order in each of the leagues. Gotcha. So got a good running back. But then also, you know, like my move is like running back, then quarterback. Like I know people like to pick two running backs straight back to back. Yeah, I think that's old thinking, by the way. But go ahead. Right. Yeah. So like mine is like running back, then I always try to get my first quarterback that I want. Yeah. And then wide receiver tied in and then I fill in the gaps, like try to have the main four. Right. Yeah. And then kind of fill in the gaps up there. So I picked Patrick Mahomes in one league and Lamar Jackson in the other, which Jeez, man, I think is pretty good. Slam dunk. Yeah. So absolutely. I'm pretty bummed that I can't use my uh, Breeze Nuts team name. So I had to go with uh, Judge Judy. I, li- so. I like Judge Judy. What's your team name, Joey? It's so dumb that I just, but I just never changed it. Um, I've been in a league with buddies back in Seattle and my brother and some other people for like 16 or 17 years. And when I moved to Nashville, I just changed my team name to Nashville Broncos. <laughs> so mm. dumb. And I, I've just left it. But now we actually have it. We use Did you y- change it to the Nashville Broncos. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> so I feel like Yahoo like actually keeps pretty, pretty rad, you know, stats of past years and everything. Yeah. And I've done pretty well. I've won a few times. And so it's kind of fun to go back and, and look at the stats, but I think I'm, I think I'm just going to leave it. And I have to say, um, cause I still have a couple, there's a couple of dudes in our leagues that are super old school. They'll go running back like first three oh, really? know, or something like you gotta, it's all about the running back. I'm like, dude, I pick quarterback number one and I've won with that with Drew Brees. Yeah. I had Drew Brees also a number of years and cause it's a, it's we, a throwing league. I mean, we have where the points and are. We ha- our league is two QBs. You get to start two. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's on. No yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause like if one of our leagues, um, we actually have the team QB. So like if, if like Mahomes gets hurt, then your QB, like you don't have to worry about people like getting another one, like unless you want one, then it would just go to a Mahomes backup. Oh, you take which, the backup. Yeah. Gotcha. Which I, is it Matt Moore still? Oh, I don't old, know. Old Panther. Hell yeah. Was it Matt Moore there last year? Yeah. He was the one they called up cause he was what, but coach in high school or something like yeah. that. Uh, I don't look know. That up. I remember when Matt Moore was going to be the savior starting quarterback of the Panthers at one point, but obviously we all know how that worked out. Yeah. So my, my team name is the same one that I've had from the very beginning as well. It's the two point perversions. <laughs> and I try <laughs> to find, <laughs> I try to find for the longest time I had the, the picture. I can't remember who the defensive lineman was for, for green Bay that looked like he was sodomizing Rex Grossman in a tackle. Oh, yeah. But I've switched it and it's actually, it's a good luck charm. And I'm not going to change the name and I'm not going to change the picture because the past three years I've been in, I lost the final game to the guy who's our commissioner, Jason, but he had a much better record and I had like tons of injuries and I lost the the championship game. But uh, it's a picture of Philip, my favorite quarterback to hate of all time, uh, Philip Rivers. And he's making that stupid face, but somebody photoshopped his mouth to where his eyes are. So it's just three mouths. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, but, it, but I've gotten into the, I've gotten into the playoffs and the, and the, uh, in the championship game, like four years in a row. So I'm not a superstitious person, but I'm never changing. Well, how many years have you won it? Uh, I want to win it once wow. in this league. You're, I mean, like you're almost the bills of the nineties. Yeah. 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 If you, uh, what would be fun at another time is to go through if it's, if it's two point perversions was that your your team name yeah um and we could go through and we could actually make a lineup like we could have mark tremura remember him from the, oh, the yeah. packers he could yeah. be he could be the tight end like yeah. we could actually make a team of based on perversions yeah that could be kind of fun who was the uh oh, oh we, well we could do odell beckham too he's the yeah. newest oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah he's the newest member also uh chad henney is the backup 
Ah, they signed Chad Haney. They went with him. It, it was Matt Moore last year. So they they're just be. going through the, uh, the potential QB saviors of Chad, Haney. Uh, right. the Panthers and the dolphins. And yeah, that doesn't, out. that doesn't instill confidence in me. Fun fact. Uh, Chad Henney went downhill once Appalachian state beat <laughs> Michigan back in 2007, 34, 32. I can't see that. Was he, he went to Michigan. He, I, yeah. he was the yeah, quarterback. He was a, no, he was oh, the quarterback in Michigan. That's right. Yeah. And then he got drafted and then boom, that's right. Right down the drain. Being a quarterbacks. How about uh Deshaun Watson's deal? Yeah. Oh, gosh, man, these quarterbacks. Congrats to him. I'm going to just say, I think I feel like I said this last week too, when we were doing our predictions, but I think this is going to be Bill O'Brien's last year. Yeah. Unless well, they do, you know, really well, but um, I still, I still think they'll win the division, but the, the, the AFC South is so ugly. Like, I you know, listening to Titans radio with all the analysts and people in this week, you'd think that, you know, they won the Super Bowl last year and, and they do, they have some really great talent. And, and now with, with Clowney. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I, AJ Brown is a good receiver. He's not great. Yeah, I agree. Ryan Tannehill proven to be a very, you know, people call him competent and serviceable. It's like, that's not how you win championships. Yeah. They, they got completely outplayed against KC in the AFC championship game because they have a quarterback that is light years ahead of just about everybody else in this league <laughs> athletically. Oh yeah. His mind, the way he thinks, the way he sees the field, that's how you win. You know, I feel like Tannehill's like the Starbucks of quarterbacks. It's, I just it's burnt, but it's it's kind of it's, it's coffee. Yeah. It's like, but it's not going to win you anything. Yeah, it's you're available. Really you're, good. It's available anywhere you're at you the want. airport. Yeah. Right, you're, you're at the, the airport <laughs> six in the morning. Just get you a good cup of chat uh, of Chad Henney of, uh, of Ryan Tannehill and you'll, like you like know, place. Yeah, I, I just um, man, I, and I don't wish you know. I, I want to see them succeed. I, I pull for the Titans just because I live here. They're not they're not my team, but God, just everything the way that organization is run and just I don't know. So I, I just uh, can't see you know. Gerald that, Casey's. I mean, that's who you know, Denver has Monday night. Yeah. Got the Titans. Yeah. Wasn't stoked to hear about Clowney being signed at Denver's week one opponent, but he also has not him. been in training camp. Yeah. I can't see him playing night. week. I one. think it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, are you going to be able to stay up? I might have to take a nap. It starts at nine, nine twenty. Yeah. God, get I your, said get something get to my wife about the time kickoff was, and it was like, I swore at her. She go, what? She's like, what? Why do they play a game that late? I'm like, well, they, they do a double header. And you're like, well, why do have they fun do watching that? it? I, 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 that doesn't. It's I, I, always been, in week one to, I know, to have another game in that, prime time. They, but it just seems like we'll start the West Coast game earlier. Yeah. yeah. Denver gets that game. I think we've had it the last. I mean, I start the East Coast game earlier. So we don't years. have to be up till midnight. You know, I I, I probably will just because I'm so yep. thirsty for <laughs> yeah. hot man on man football action. But like, <laughs> but I, I just, yeah, I, I just like, I know they've been doing that for a while, but just start the games earlier. Like, yeah. And well, rumor has it that Jarrell Casey actually have in my, my scouting of watching the live stream of their training camp. Uh, he's, he's tearing it up. Oh, he's great. Yeah. And I he can't wants, believe they let him go. And he wants to show the Titans how wrong they were. So that's always a dangerous position to be in. You yep. Know? yep. Yeah. Well, I think we'll see how Deshaun Watson does because I think they played the chiefs week one. Oh yeah. yeah, well, Thursday, yeah Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. Great so, game. Yeah. Great matchup. Two great young quarterbacks. It's going to be awesome. So I, I think we'll see what's going to happen with that. Glad Edwards Lair. And here's the thing. I do have a huge man crush on Joe Burrow and that season at LSU last year was amazing. I've, I've, I really feel sorry for him being a pro these first couple of seasons that he's going to get, get knocked around pretty good. But actually my favorite player last year, LSU doesn't win that championship. Well, I say that LSU doesn't beat Alabama and several of the big games. I think Auburn was another one without Clyde. Yeah. I think he's going to make, if I can get him, 
in my draft, I'm definitely taking because I think that dude is. I felt the same way about him. Well, minus the domestic uh, abuse or, or the 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 violence of a uh, uh, Kareem Hunt, because like I remember seeing some quite a bit of footage of him playing for TD Lynn's like this dude is going to be amazing. And he was, and then he got, but I felt, I feel the same way about Clyde. I think he's going to be, and I'm, this is obviously me being a huge homer, but Joey, pick him up if you can. I know he's on your, he's on, on my your, radar. Yeah. He's on your, I know, but he's on one of your least favorite teams, but yeah, that's true. But he is, I, I agree with everything yeah. you said. Yeah. Rob, do you think that Joe Burrow should sit for a few weeks? Um, because we saw that with Tua with the dolphins. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be Fitzmagic, yep. Fitzmagic. For some reason, he's still around, which is unreal. You know, he'll have, he'll probably throw six touchdowns no, he'll this week. He'll have, no, no, no. Yeah, he'll have, he'll have like a three-week straight of just like Fitzmagic. He'll be just, it's the same thing he does all the time. And I don't dislike the guy, but like, he's not consistent. Yeah, he'll have three, he'll have like three or four weeks of like really great play. They'll they'll be like 3-1, 4-0, and then he'll start. Have they said is Burrow the starter? I mean, have they named? I mean, oh, I'm yeah. sure it's assumed, but okay. I, yeah, I'm who's, assuming so. Who's, like, the, I ba- heard who's the backup? You know, it's um, Boomer Sison. <laughs> now Dalton's in Dallas now. Uh, who is it? I, I just read it the other day. Uh, it's. Um, I mean, why not? I mean, you draft a guy at number one. He's he's. Well, there's. It used to be. I feel like the old school way of thinking used to be you draft. Give him a week or two or a year or two to kind of learn the system and everything. Um, but then you see a freak show like. Wilson or Mahomes or these guys, and it's like, no. When you when you draft a quarterback, Drew, although Drew Locke didn't start till the last five games of the year, he was hurt. But you want him to play sooner than later if you take a quarterback mm-hmm. in the first round. And does the Fournette deal seem a little weird to anybody else? I'm sorry, did you find out? Uh, Brennan Allen or Ryan Finley? Oh God! Oh yeah, Brent, Ryan yeah. Finley, NC State guy, yeah. and Brandon Allen played in uh, Allen Denver was, last year. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think they, so, is that current? Cause I feel like they, I feel like he's going to be on the practice squad. That was August 1st. So yeah, I feel like Finley's yeah, the backup. I, 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 Finley. I remember reading Brandon Allen's name. Yeah. I think he uh, got cut and they put him on the practice squad. So yes, Burrow, will, <laughs> Burrow. Yeah. He's yeah, going to will go as far start. as Burrow goes. He, he's going to get knocked around. You know, he's, he's, and he's also going to be looking at a, a much faster version of the game than he's used to, but intrinsically he has innate, you know, instincts and abilities that, Granted, he had that it, it one season, and he you know, but I, I I mean he played against some of the best <laughs> teams in the in the college oh, absolutely Clemson and yeah you know Alabama Auburn I mean you know just so I don't know I, I yeah I feel I feel sorry for him because I I feel like they're, he's going to get knocked around quite a bit I, I'm I'm scared for him you know on an injury level but uh, I don't know I hope to I just hope he doesn't make me want to be a Cincinnati fan because like I think mentally he can handle maybe year one of just kind of getting thrown around. Like, I think that he's mentally strong enough to like kind of get past that whole aspect of the game. It's just, yeah, I just hope he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Hope his O-line actually takes care of him, which I guess we'll find out this weekend. And does anybody else, I mentioned that a second ago, does anybody else think the, the Fournette? Oh yeah. The Fournette smells kind of weird. Like the guy had his best season last year. He's healthy. How did he only get? What is it? Like, is it three and a half million million or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and of course there's an incentive. I mean, the, the, I can't remember what he actually gets on the front end without all the incentives, but like something must've been up in Jacksonville. Yeah. I wondered about that too. That does seem low for his he, production. He is a, he's a prime. He's in his prime. He can run. 
he can he's a great he's got great hands he can yeah. catch the ball out of the he caught the a, he caught a I heard on he caught a crazy number of balls last year oh like yeah he, like he's yeah so I, I just I don't he's another guy I thought oh man he's gonna blow it up in the NFL and just of course you know he's he's been good but I guess that second season he was injured quite a bit so he didn't yeah. he didn't put up play as many games but last year was his best year yet I think he had like 13 1400 yards uh, I can't remember what he had receiving or are they just like fuck it, we're rebuilding. Let's just get rid of anybody that, you know, yeah, maybe. that's, that's, I think that's it's, weighing down our salary cap. And, and you know. I think that's a part of it. Also, I think if you look at the running back position, salary-wise, I mean, that that position is just... Oh, yeah. It, it's nothing compared to what it used to be. Well, I mean, look what Kamara's going through. And they give... what the, They gave Taysom Hill $21 million. Yeah. <laughs> and now receivers, who... What, what, uh, what receiver I just read about it last night just signed a monster deal. It was like over over $20 million. Like, you know, those are, those used to be where, where the running backs used to be the ones getting the, getting the huge contracts and everything. Now it's like, how old is he? 26? Eh, he's a little bit older. We'll, yeah, we'll draft a running it. back. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. And the game, obviously the game has evolved. You know, guys are bigger, faster, stronger. You, you see Earl Thomas still being able to play at an elite level and he's what he's well in his thirties. Yeah. You know? playing in a position where, you know, you take a lot of hits and you hit a lot of people. Well, plus like, I think I saw Frank Gore may still be playing in the NFL once his son gets drafted. Yeah. I his, uh, his, his son played, I watched his son play. He was, his college team played last week or yeah. I think it was last weekend, but yeah, I mean, it's incredible. And it's not like Gore is the, Oh, let's just put him out there and give him a carry. So he can keep no, going. Like dude is still yeah. very productive. Old man strength, man. Yeah. But I'm wondering like, are we are we evolving towards a like a, a CFL style of of football? Like, cause I love I I mean you know I grew up in the era of of great running backs Tony Dorsett, Franco Harris, Earl Campbell. Like, I loved I still love you know and and, and that's why I, I love Derrick Henry because like to me he's like a a throwback kind of a throwback of those kind of runners you know and you can't give him the ball thirty five times a game and he's he's you know he's probably close to maybe a little past, you know, his prime, so to speak. What's he been in the league now? What, four maybe, years? I was going to say years? four, five at the most. I, I just, you know, yeah, the, the game has, I think the game has evolved on, on a lot of different fronts because you see the players and the style of offenses that, that kids are coming out of college, especially quarterbacks that are playing in. But you also, you're seeing, you know, sports medicine people, some guys are able to play longer. You're seeing older dudes that can still fly around the ball and hit. But yeah, is is this is this what's happening? Is it is it going to be a just a arena football CFL style in fifteen years? Is it just going to be like literally you're just another receiver in the backfield and you might do a chip block, but go on a short route? You know, you just the running back is just going to be everyone. It, it's it's all going to be a Alvin Kamara kind of running back, kind of a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that would bum me out because I'm a little traditionalist in that way. I, I like the old school running three yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah, okay, boomer. <laughs> I'm Gen X, man. I'm once removed, right? That, there you go. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. That ball was on the line. Chalk flew up. All right, moving on to a sports story that Joey wanted to talk about, which I think I actually saw this in person. Well, I mean, like not in person, but like actually live on TV. But um, the U.S. Open has been going on, and it's honestly like one of my favorite events. I'm actually a huge closet tennis fan. I never really tell anybody that because oh, I love tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's well, such yeah, a beautiful game. Here. Yeah. I love okay. it too. Okay, cool. Because like mostly no, I mean, it's not like marbles, shit. but that's definitely yeah. not marbles at all. <laughs> uh, but we saw, uh, uh, we saw a couple days ago, uh, Novak Djokovic. He, he lost a point or lost a set. Right. And plus like out of frustration, he hit a tennis ball back behind him 
which mostly tennis players do. I mean, like you see it all the time, yeah. right? To so yeah. the ball boy or ball kid there. Yeah. yeah. So, so like on the changeover point, he hits it back and it happened to completely snipe like one of the lines judges directly in the throat. In the throat. Yeah. She collapses. He defaults and he pretty much gets disqualified from his match and from the tournament, which he was the number one seed. Mm-hmm. There was really nobody in his way right. that could really contest him. Yeah. Cause I think I texted you guys this as well. And like, once I saw the draw, I'm like, I seriously don't know who half these people are Yeah, playing. Because Nadal days. and Federer, I think we're both. Oh, yeah. yeah they're they're staying staying Plus yeah. Like on the men's side, like even on the women's side, I'm like, I, I honestly have no idea who half these women are either. But um, Joey, like, what are your thoughts on that rule? And or actually, like, do you think they should be disqualified for something like that out of frustration? Like when it happens all the time and and plus obviously he didn't mean to do it at all he right. actually seemed truly concerned yeah oh yeah you could tell the, the moment he did it oh he was like yeah. i'm done yeah. I, I thought it was so interesting how he went from like he immediately put his hands out to see if she was okay and then it was clear to me that he understood the rule yeah because he just puts his hand it's it's like he just acknowledged that my I'm, tournament's over I'm yeah done. when i saw the headline actually i think you i think you texted it or maybe i, I think i texted it because i but you had seen it live anyway i saw the headline on twitter and i watched it and my first thought was oh he he picked up a ball and like angrily like yeah. smashed it into a line judge or someone that was arguing oh yeah because the headline read really weird like right oh he got mad and actually like hit i mean right. well that's I mean, what i thought it was first yeah yeah that yeah that i mean if you if you read the headline without watching it, and then when you watch the video it's like wait a minute, what? And it Total sounds like I, I heard, I heard them saying on, on ESPN that the, thankfully the, the judge was fine. And then it, it, she appeared to sell it, sell it pretty well. Um, yeah. Taking the fall. Cause at least, I mean, who am I to judge how hard he hit the ball or what I'm sure it didn't feel good, but it was, it definitely was a, like a, I'm hitting this back here. Um, there was some frustration, but it didn't seem, it wasn't an overhand. No serve or anything like that. Um, it, it's a really interesting, the reason I thought it was interesting to talk about is it kind of brings up the, some of the weirder, not weirder, kind of odder rules in sports. Um, and that was one that I did not know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I compared it earlier to, you know, in golf, if you sign a, sign an incorrect scorecard, um, which has happened in, in yeah. it, it's been a little while, but it's happened in, in, in major tournaments before. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's such a rare thing. It comes up. You don't really hear about this happening a lot. Um, but I think the fact that it happens to the number one ranked player in the world, and as you were saying earlier, Kyle, it seemed like it was pretty much a cakewalk or he, he didn't have a lot of resistance on his way to, to winning the U S open totally, yeah. with so many other great players opting out. Um, it's, it's pretty, pretty shocking. Um, I guess to me, I think it's one of those things that it's like, that was kind of a freak thing to happen. And that's too bad. But that is what the what the rule is. It doesn't seem like you need to go back in and rework the rule book because I don't think it's going to be. I don't, I don't think it comes up that much. It doesn't seem to come up enough to to justify, you know, like a pass interference rule or instant replay or something like that. Yeah, I, I was just stunned that he's just out, and it happens like it's just instant. It's like this is in the rule book. This is what happened. He just calmly goes over, shakes the dude's hand, yeah, plays stops, yeah. and he's yeah, like, packs up his rackets. He goes, yeah. Packs up his racket. Well, both tennis and golf are, are perfect examples of those games that that obviously have been around for a very very long time. And they had these, for lack of a better term, kind of like gentlemen's rules. You know, these while they may seem very archaic, you know. And I think that rule was probably if it hadn't been 
on the books for very long was probably a result of the McEnroe. I don't know if you guys ever remember Ely Nastasi. Remember that guy? He no. was pretty nasty. Nasty Nastasi. He was a he was a he was a screamer and a tantrum thrower. Go back and look at some YouTube footage of him. Okay. He was a tennis player back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, maybe those rules are on the books to you know, as a reaction to the the McEnroe Ely Nastasi yeah, yeah, years. Uh but I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it, it's hard to obviously he was frustrated and, and probably shouldn't have done it. Um, but again, you see, you see tennis players do it all the time. Just seems a bit harsh, but you know, imagine what we would be talking about right now. And it's, you know, the, the, the kind of fallout from that, from that rule and what happened if, if COVID wasn't going on and he was, you know, everybody, you know, Federer and, and, and Nadal were actually in the mix, you know, then you're like, Whoa, that's, that seems right. You know, obviously we're not in that situation right now. And he was like Kyle said, he was probably, on pace to just take the whole thing home and have the little COVID asterisk the little, yeah. <laughs> the virus <laughs> next, next is win. It. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. That just seems penalizing somebody like signing the scorecard could be a little harsh, you know, yeah. but, but there's so many people around, you know, your caddy, you know, the, the, it, it, I don't know. It just, it just seems like little mistakes like that. I don't think it really diminishes the integrity of the game. If you yeah. don't go quite as hard on it. I don't know. That's just me. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause you see some players just out of frustration, you know, slam the ball into the court and then it flies up into the stands. And like, I think like maybe that's like a point deduction or right. something like that, you know, but to me, like that's even more dangerous because you're launching a tennis ball into spectators who, you know, like they're not actively a part of the match or like actively a part of the tennis organization, you know? But I mean, like, what are the odds of him just doing that? And it just hits the woman directly in the throat, like one in a million, two yeah. million odds. Yep. Novak kind of, you know, owned it. He kind of shrugged and just was like, ah, well, I'm done. Yeah. And now yep. there's nobody in the field who's ever won a, a major before, like on the men's side. So now you're going to have. Really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah, he was the only one left that has actually won majors before. So uh, yeah, the person who wins the men's side of the U.S. Open It'll be their first major. So, so maybe Agassi and Chang, Michael Chang and, and, and Jimmy Connors and John McEnroe, they can all be on board. Come back. Yeah. Beyond Borg. Yeah. Do, you, do you play? Do you guys play tennis? I actually played tennis in high school. So, so did I, we should, we should, we yeah, should play sometime. I haven't yeah. played in a while, but I'm sure the first couple serves my, uh, my shoulder will. Yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't, it, but it's fine. I haven't played in a while either. Yeah. I'm totally down. But, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, fun fact. Like I actually wanted to be uh, Andy Roddick for the longest time. I thought he was the fucking coolest. Really? Dude. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like he just had the swagger about him. I'm like, he did. I'm like, I identify with this guy. I just want to be him. Tennis is tennis. Is it? It's a great sport. And I love, I, I, I always watch all the majors. Yeah. I love oh, watching it. So. I, 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 I'm growing up. Like I played a little bit when I was younger. And then when I got into college, I totally ruined my tennis game by getting into racquetball. Uh, cause it's a completely different swing. Bjorn Borg was like a God. Like anytime <laughs> that guy was on TV, I would watch him. Uh, Jimmy Connors the same way. McEnroe yeah. was, was, it just got old. I think he was a better personality. I mean, he was a great player obviously, but, but, uh, man, Rafael Nadal watching him. Oh man. At Roland Garros playing on those clay courts. Yeah, I know great. that is. And Federer is amazing too, but man, I love like he is, it's like watching a, 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 a a bigger skater out there. Yeah. Watching him play. Yeah. There's just nobody better than him on clay. Yeah. Plus like, I think watching the U S open this year for me, like this has been the weirdest watching a sport without any fans around. Right. Then like the NBA, like NHL, I mean like NHL is great. You know, like I think that's awesome, but for some reason, like watching the U S open and like, especially when you 
see the night matches. I think like to me, that kind of just gives me chills because I just love watching night tennis at the US Open. Yeah, yeah. it's always been a thing for me. Um, but yeah, I think watching tennis has been the most difficult thing to watch without any fans for a sporting event, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. think from from watching a decent amount of college football the last couple of weekends, what's been available and, you know, with with no no fans in the stands or extremely limited. I, I feel like it'll be a little odd at the beginning um, for NFL games, but I, I don't think it will be. I think I'll get over it quickly or it'll be, you know, in, mm-hmm. until they come back from commercial and pan the stands and, and nobody's there. But even that, even when I see that and just pretend you're watching a Jacksonville NH- game. <laughs> Even when I see that at, at, or during a baseball game or the NHL, um, I'm just not surprised to see it anymore. Yeah. Um, and now with uh, like Denver announced, they're going to start a limited number of fans at their second home game. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that that works out for teams and they're able to, you know, I, add, and I add more and more. And I didn't realize this. I heard someone talking about this on a, on a sports talk yesterday. Um, some teams have just gone ahead and banned not banned, but just said no fans for the whole season. Yeah. I think was Philadelphia one of them? I know both New York, San Francisco. It's all those liberal states, man. Yeah. And blue states. Um, we doubt the bullshit, man. Yeah. Come on. Maybe both LA teams. There was like seven or eight teams yeah. that just went ahead and said no. I and that's the- maybe something we can talk about next week, like after we've seen it a few games. Yeah. yeah. How that's going to, you know, because in, in college, I know they're like, it's the state. Like here, uh, actually, we're replaying a, um, an interview on one of the stations yesterday with John Cooper talking about the difference between like state and local level and how, you know, how it's affecting pro and college and everything. Again, with, with the, the pro level, they've gone and said, okay, you can do what you want, but like, here's kind of what I think we, we need to do. There's kind of been a semi-unified response to that, you know, it was when, when it comes to fans. But with college, you're, I think the UT game, I think it was UT South Carolina, they're going to allow like 25,000. Yeah. Like quarter capacity. Uh, you know, because they're local, you know, and granted, you know, East Tennessee might be doing well with their numbers. I'm not really, really sure, but it's, it's just still like, yeah, I know the, you know, the numbers can be extrapolated, interpreted all kinds of different ways, but like we're still in the middle of this. Yeah. I would still like to think that, Erring on the side of caution would be a a better tack to take than fuck yeah. it. Let's just <laughs> yeah yeah. Speaking speaking yeah. about the uh, the uh, pandemic, like it's in the past tense. You know, oh that's behind us. Yeah, no, Only the leader still, of our country didn't do that. Much, still yeah. pretty much here. Still pr- pretty active. But yeah, I think yeah you know, we can get we can probably get more into the the minutia of that next week. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just want football. Yeah, well, we're almost there. Forty eight hours. Absolutely. I'm so pumped. All right. And that's our episode. Once again, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at one more pass. We still haven't posted anything on there, uh, but we will just give us time, please. And uh, please go to iTunes, Google play, Spotify, and give us a five-star rating and a favorable review. Oh, are we on Spotify now? Oh, sure. We aren't. No, I'm just used to like hearing other podcasts <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, and doing that, but uh, we to- will be, uh, we'll do that. Yeah. I'll try to sign us up for that later this week, but uh, yeah. You guys have anything else you guys want to say to the past receiver out there? Just enjoy, uh, enjoy football this week. Tr- yeah. Truthfully, take it in, enjoy it. Um, make sure you take it for granted. Yeah. Take it for granted. Make sure, yeah. make sure you boycott it. If you're not going to watch the games, 
Make sure you tweet about it or put it yeah. on Facebook so you can let and, people and, know. And take it any farther and go sit in your truck and make a video about it, how you're going to boycott the game. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. How you, how, and well, make sure you YouTube. say, yeah. And then make sure you say you don't want to, but, but you just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, side note, like, have y'all seen that meme of like the dudes, like that's say a girl from high school. Uh, having dinner with this cutie tonight. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. And, the white and, sunglass dude. Yeah, yeah. The white sunglass guy. So it's good. great. Uh, like I just imagine those dudes are the people who are just <laughs> yeah. like fucking I'm boycotting football. Yeah. So, yep. well, if you're going to boycott football, sorry about you. But yep. You're missing hey, out. You're, you're missing out. And I think the NFL and all these other sporting leagues are going to gain more fans by uh, all the stuff that's going on. So jokes on you. We'll see you next week. And that's our episode week seven in the wraps. In the wraps? What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? In the lettuce wraps? In the lettuce wraps.